I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. In just a moment, we are going to uh, talk about term limits. I'm going to share with you a piece of legislation that has been uh, introduced in the United States Senate by uh, Senator Ted Cruz and some others. But first, uh, a little bit of developing news. You have heard reports uh, now, and we are getting new reports from Granite School District reporting that the Copper Hills Elementary and Matheson Junior High shelter in place in Magna has been lifted. That was related to a warrant execution in the area. The Granite Park Junior High shelter in place is directly related to uh, the police incident. So uh, the shelter in place lifted at Copper Hills Elementary and Matheson Junior High. Uh, We'll continue to follow that. Uh, Learn more about what that warrant was and uh, how things played out in the neighborhood. And we'll bring that to you, of course, as soon as we learn it here on KSL News Radio. 138 is the time. Uh, I want to get through a lot of stuff here really quickly. Uh, first, to clear up uh, uh, any bad blood there might be between myself and the Rob Portman fans, uh, let me just tell you, uh, we're, we're on the same page. I am a huge, I'm a huge Portman fan. Uh, I have been for a, a long, long time, and uh, I only uh, expressed a little bit of discouragement when I saw that part of his reasoning for retiring and not seeking re-election was due to the gridlock. That is not to take away from uh, any of his achievements uh, throughout his three decades of public service. Now I get a a text message here because we're moving on to term limits. Uh, How does that apply in this situation? Uh, This this texter writes in, says, Lee, you obviously don't believe in term limits. Uh, A career politician that's decided to retire is a good thing. Get some new blood in there. That's what he's doing. Okay, all right, all right. I'm, I'm open to that. Very good. Uh, I just wonder if there had been less gridlock, and has, as he phrased it, if it wasn't so hard to move uh, policies through, would he have stuck around? I, 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 I hope that he wasn't driven from office because the job was too difficult. He has three decades of demonstrating his ability to, uh, to, to work hard and overcome obstacles. You don't stay in office that long by, you know, by succumbing to obstacles. But anyway, uh, that's for uh, another day. Um, it, it, well, you know what? St- still on this Portman issue, I just got a, a text message I want to read with you. Uh, it, uh, it reads from the texter, last four digits, 5563. It reads, I disagree with your assessment, Lee. He's not quitting because it got too hard. Uh, he's exhausted and recognizes that people deserve somebody who can put forth more energy than he has left. That is one that is totally plausible. And I don't doubt that's the case. I mean, he's 65 years old, I believe. Uh, many at that age are looking to retirement. Many at that age have 
uh, you know, put in hours and hours for decades and decades. And I understand that uh, the job does uh, come to an end at some day and you uh, have to make the decision. Hopefully you are privileged enough uh, to be the one to make that decision. And that may be as simple as it is here. All right. Get out of the way. Let someone who's got the energy uh, to keep up the fight as strong as he fought it, say, earlier in his career. Anyway, uh, we're going to set that aside. And now uh, for the next few minutes, take a look at term limits. Uh, Specifically, uh, Ted Cruz and a handful of others have introduced a piece of legislation that would uh, limit would limit the terms uh, in the United States Congress. Fox News reports the legislation revives Cruz's earlier idea of a constitutional amendment on term limits. Now, remember, it would require a constitutional amendment. If ratified, the measure would prevent senators from serving more than two six-year terms and House members from serving more than three two-year terms. What do you think about that? Senator Rick Scott of Florida talked a bit about that, and he uh, laid out this rationale for bringing fresh blood into Washington. You get new ideas. Um, it's not the same old ideas and the same people running everything. I think, I think there ought to be a transition in leadership, and I think there ought to be new ideas all the time. And as we know, when you, whether you're leading a company like what I used to do in my business life, you, you bring in new ideas and you know, hey, I've got to get these things done as quickly as possible. Uh, because I don't know how long I'll be in this position. So it, 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 we need new ideas. I mean, look at where we are. We've got $25 trillion worth of debt. we got Social Security, that the, the trust fund's running out. Medicare, the uh, trust fund's running out. We've got to fix these things. I put this question on Facebook earlier today, and I'll share many of those responses once we come back after the commercial break. Uh, the, the question is, should Congress have term limits? Should there be a limit on the number of terms a member of Congress should be able to serve? And I've got to tell you, the answer is overwhelmingly yes. In fact, I'm hard-pressed to scroll through here and find anyone who is not a supporter of uh, term limits. I have to be honest with you. I, uh, I'm on the fence. All the rationale that's been presented uh, by, by everyone by former governor and now Senator Rick Scott here, uh, by Ted Cruz and those who are putting forth this amendment or this proposed amendment to the Constitution and all the comments here on Facebook. But at the same time, I can't help but remember or I can't help but thinking about the fact that a term limit, while yes, it does limit the length of time an individual can stay in office, It also limits the voters' choice on who they send back to Washington. Voters, that's you and me. Rick Scott, during that conversation, was asked uh, by the interviewer, said, don't politicians already have a kind of term limits? They need to be reelected. Why take away the choice for the people and send back a representative uh, that they like? Here's Senator Scott's response to that. But the bottom line is it's very difficult to beat beat an incumbent. Um, it's, you know, there's, there's a lot of value in being the person in office. You, you have the ability to get your message out because you're already in office. It's, it's very difficult to beat. Uh, and if I was able to do it in 2018, but it's, it's not, it's not, it's very difficult to do. And by the way, I mean, the way that our government was set up in the beginning, it was supposed to be, you know, it's representative government and you're not supposed to be up here forever. They were not supposed to have career politicians. You were, you were going to 
bring in people that were doing different things. They'd come and run for office, um, you know, represent their, their whatever, the state or their district, and then go home. Uh, and, and and also, you didn't, you were not up here all year. Like, we're up here, you know, for, you know we're up here every month uh, doing something. What do you think? Term limits or no in the United States Congress? The phones are open to you now, 575-8255-801-575-8255 or 801-KSL-TALK. If you're bashful, we've got a text line for you. The Utah Community Credit Union text line is 57500, or of course you can make your way uh, over to Facebook. Uh, From those three choices, my preference, I'd like to speak with you. I'd like you to pick up the phone and give me a call. Again, the number there, 801 Five seven five eight two five five eight zero one KSL Talk is the number. Quick break. When we return, your calls and views on term limits. Good idea, bad idea. That's next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. We've got a few minutes before the top of the hour here, and I want to spend those minutes chatting with you about uh, the topic at hand right now: term limits. There has been a piece of legislation introduced in the United States Senate. Which right now, if I'm honest, is a little distracted by uh, <laughs> a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Today, the senators swearing the oath to perform their duty in the upcoming Senate trial. Uh, there was there was a little bit of a a little bit of drama to take place during that. Uh, Rand Paul questioned the constitutionality and questioned it in such a way that uh, it came to a vote. Well, ultimately, the Senate voted to move forward, and that in fact they're. Uh, role in this, even with uh, President Donald Trump no longer being the president, um, they decided to move forward. Anyway, that's playing out in the United States Senate. At some point, when they're freed up again from uh, you know their impeachment-style duties, um, they're going to be looking at various bits of legislation. One of them may be, one of them may be an effort to amend the Constitution of the United States. That doesn't happen too often. Early 90s? Was that the last time? Early 90s, last time we had 27th Amendment? Uh, Someone will fact check me. Uh, Well, Senator Ted Cruz, you've heard of him, I believe, from Texas. He, along with five other Republicans today, uh, have moved to restrict the number of times a member of Congress can be reelected. Specifically, uh, their revived legislation. This is an effort he's undertaken uh, in the past in the Senate. There would be a limit of two terms, two six-year terms, equaling 12 years total for a member of the United States Senate. On the House side, a total number of three two-year terms, six years total. 12 years in the Senate, six years in the House. Two terms in the Senate, three terms in the House. That's what that's what Senator Ted Cruz would like to see happen. Uh let me point out one thing, one point I'll bring up before I open up the phone lines uh, and go to the comments coming in via text message uh, and Facebook and elsewhere. It is that you, you, one of the large arguments, one of the major arguments against, um, uh, against you know, just a free reign to run as many times as you'd like is that power is, becomes too concentrated. One of the texters points out that Speaker Pelosi herself uh, may even be more powerful than the president of the United States. And that's a debate for a, a different day. But uh, certainly members of Congress who stick around for a while, they do amass a good deal of power. And then if we put in place these term limits, well, that time or that natural consequence of time spent on the job, uh, earning seniority and amassing power, 
the, that wouldn't go away. It may just shift down to the staff level. And staffers who work there for decades on end end up being the powerful ones where the power concentrates. I've listened to my former boss, Congressman Rob Bishop, debate this issue a number of times, and I've never known if he was serious or not. But on this question of staffers being around for a long time and amassing power, he always said, if you are going to limit the terms of members of Congress, uh, you also need to limit the amount of time a staffer can spend on the job. I never knew if he was joking or not, but it does bring up uh, and does highlight a very true point. If the members themselves are in and out, in and out every 12 or six years or less, those career staffers then have an opportunity to amass great power themselves. Anyway, I throw that in just as a, another little bit of fodder for the debate. And now uh, we'll go to the phone line. Doug calling from Sandy has some thoughts. Doug, welcome to the program. What about these term limits? Uh, thumbs up or thumbs down? Hey, Lee, absolutely thumbs up on term limits. The the time frame is what gives them power. Are these the office thinking? Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was, was going to ask if the if the proposal of the limit by Senator Cruz and others is appropriate. Twelve years in the Senate, six in the House. Does that sound all right to you? I think that's still too much. Why why can't a person come in and serve for two years or six? To do a lot of good for for their humanity. And once again, these people believe their own press, and when they start getting in power. They they all the altruistic reasons that they came into office go out the window. And they want to retain that power and and amass fortunes. And there's lots of good people in this country that could go and take their turn to serve. And and there's a lot of people that won't do it because of the power that's there. These, these people are career politicians, and they should not be that way. And it's never going to get fixed on either side of the aisle until we start limiting their, their time serving. Because it's not a serving. It's a, it's a career for these people. Yeah. What do you say to the folks? And I, again, I, I've mentioned it here on the program today. I'm still kind of sorting out my own thoughts. But what do you say to those who would argue, well, listen, if the voters send them to office, this is the, a decision made by the voters. Is is a term limit taking something not only away from the elected official, but also the voter? Absolutely, because once they stay in power, they retain that and they make that machine work so that they just stay and get elected over and over and over. If every one of the voters knew that they were out, look how incredible the primaries would be for the new group of people coming up. Because there wouldn't be an option for them to come back and, and become an incumbent because they'd go and do their service, just like George Washington. They'd do their service and they'd go home. Yeah. And, and that's what I think we need. We need true like patriots and true people who love this country and want to serve this country and not serve their own interests. Doug, listen, uh, thank you so much for listening. Thanks for the call. Let's move on to Roy now. And Sean calls us. Sean, how are you? Doing great. How are you doing? Not too bad at all. I'm grateful to you for ringing in. Uh, tell me, term limits, good idea, bad idea? You know, it's it's the only idea that's going to fix Washington. Um, we've got these, like, like the last caller just said, career politicians. You know, there was a Facebook post that came around a couple months ago, and it said something to the effect, I think uh, senators and congressmen should wear suits kind of like the NASCAR drivers, and they should have a patch <laughs> for every every business that has bought them out over the years. And I, I think it'd be frightening to, to really see who they were connected to, but Washington, it, it's a cesspool. And I, I don't, I, I think that most people on both sides of the aisle would agree with that. I, I've had a lot of discussion with my Democrat friends, my Republican friends. I think every single one of them I spoke with at least support this idea. Yeah. You know, the framers of the constitution 
were not interested in career politicians. They were interested in public servants, and we've really lost that. Uh, Sean, listen, thank you so much for the call. And you know what, too? I applaud you for uh, something you mentioned there, uh, and it is that you took the time to go out and speak with folks with whom you may not agree. I, you didn't reveal your politics just now, but you said you spoke to uh, folks on the left and on the right and in between, and that's something that I think the rest of us could take as a good example. Uh, last call before we go to break, Taylor from Sandy. Taylor, uh, term limits, good idea or bad idea? Thanks for having me, Lee. I also think they're a great idea. Why is that? So um, one of the big problems we have with our um, congressmen and women is that they make decisions based on what gets them reelected. Okay. Um, one of the areas this is most evidenced in is our national debt. Um, you know, they would choose to go into more debt to give us what we want now so they can get reelected rather than doing what is best for the country as a whole and in the long run. So I feel if, if um, these Congress people are um, not looking out to get reelected, but to do what's best for the country, um, then they'll make better decisions in the long run. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to federal spending, that is a, it is a very good a uh, very good point that you bring up. We are very good at being short-sighted. We are very good at looking at what is immediately good uh, and beneficial to me and my family and my community. Uh, but you think down the line a generation or two or three, and, you know, it's easier to, to look after number one. And so maybe, maybe if you didn't have, uh, if you didn't have representation set up in that way, uh, you know, maybe we'd be able to rein in some of this debt. I don't know. It's a fascinating question. And one of the interesting things is that, uh, you know, every, every caller we just had on in support of term limits, as I scroll through the text messages, and feel free to send one yourself, 57500, as I scroll through the Facebook messages, every, almost universally, there is support for term limits, e- even these specific limits of 12 years in the Senate and six in the House. And yet, why is it that as this effort has been undertaken Almost every single Congress, it has failed. If so many support term limits, why don't we have term limits? That might be a question for our lawmakers. Quick break. When we return, the top two stories at 2 o'clock next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com. Follow us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen.